You're listening to The Connected Calm Life. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hello. Oh, so glad to be with you. This is the fourth episode uh, around happiness. If you haven't listened to the first three, I want to encourage you to do that, please. Uh, if you want to go further with happiness, jump into the members area and uh, check it out. This is uh, you know, a way for me to get closer to you and for you to get closer to me. Uh, I'm in there. I have open coaching at lunch times, uh, so 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. And it's just a cool environment that I decided to create uh, in 2022. So I'm looking for founding members. Is that you? Come join me. Right now it's free. It's not going to be free forever, but right now it is. So join me over there at members.connectedcalmlife.com. Now, why am I talking about happiness again? Lane, why are you talking about happiness? Because it is foundational to a strong, uh, strong life. It is, it is, it is foundational to this connected, calm life. It is foundational to longevity. It is foundational to uh, being in communion with others. So in the last episode, I talked about the core truths. Uh, one of them being, uh, you know, when we are in a state of happiness, we are open and we're transforming our lives. We have greater flexibility and we're actually regulating our genes differently. And we have that 1% cellular change. And I love that so much. And what I shared in the second episode was, you know, Sonia's work around your DNA shows very plainly your uh, level of happiness in your life. You know, what's going to be happening with you. Your DNA is coded for that. So when we are living in our core truths, being open and willing to transform, taking a stand in happiness, we are regulating those genes so they're consistent with your happiness, which means if you are staying open and you're living in a state of happiness, you're not down-regulating your genes and going towards dis-ease or towards uh, uh, shorter lifespan. <laughs> That's the word I'm trying to think of, shorter lifespan, right? Uh, inflammation in your brain, in your body. Uh, we want to keep our happiness on a daily basis. We have to work it so we can keep our genes regulating, so we can maintain a happy, joyous life. So that was really, really, it's just so important to keep that in your mind, is that your happiness is directly related to your DNA, in that you wanna keep working at it to keep your DNA regulated, so it doesn't downregulate, so you have greater lifespan, and healthier brain and relate happier relationships. I mean, there's so much, right? Last week, I also talked about uh, Susan David's work and the emotions and, you know, ignoring our unprocessed stress that we have in our body or states. And we make a lot of the blanket statements like somebody will ask you, how, oh God, Cheryl, how are you doing? 
And Cheryl says, I'm fine. Or, hey, David, what's going on? I'm stressed. Right? And so when we just use these blanket statements, the body is unable to process the actual emotions that are going on inside. And when those emotions get stuck in the body, then we start down-regulating our genes. Really important. So I don't want you to say, I'm fine, I'm stressed anymore. I want you to actually feel the emotions, which means you have to start asking the question that I talked about last episode. What the funked? What the funked? Right? What's the function of this emotion that I'm having right now? Why am I having it? Because we have a lot, a lot of emotions and we are ignoring them. Most people ignore them. I was on a call today and he said, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and it was really, he, he could not put his emotions into words. And I'm not saying it's a he thing or a she thing. It's just a people, it's a we thing. We're so busy that we're not taking the time to process our emotions. And those emotions get stuck in the body and then they downregulate our genes and then we age and break down. So we want to start looking at those emotions. Now we have, I'm just going to bring up seven basic emotions, uh, fear, surprise, content, disgust, sadness, anger, and joy. What I want you to notice here is that a lot of our emotions are represented in a more negative manner. So how else can I say this? Uh, Surprise. That can either go south, <laughs> that can either downregulate or upregulate you. Uh, content, who wants to be content? Like, pff, uh, I mean, I guess I don't want to be discontent because then I start going into sadness. But I really want you to think about these seven basic emotions and where are you day to day? Where are you at the end of the day? If you were to reflect tonight, Okay, I have seven basic emotions. Where was I for most of the day? Anger, sadness, fear, surprise, content, disgust, or joy. So joy is our happiness, right? Joy is the source of our happiness, like that turns us up. So I want you to just really start using this, use this episode (laughs) to think about your emotions Where are you throughout the day? And now I want to kind of shift our conversation to a really great tool that, well, I discovered when I was raging and angry. And I talk a lot about anger and rage because I have a lot of experience with it. But one of the tools that I I had to use you know, over and over and over again, when I recognize like, oh my God, I'm actually enraged right now. First, I had to stop. I had to stop and notice it. And then I had to ask myself, why why am I having this emotion right now? Why am I rageful right now? Because I'm not getting what I want. Then I had to sit myself down and get into self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is the number one tool to our innate satisfaction, our happiness. And let me tell you, 
it's the least used. Like nobody likes to have self-acceptance. Nobody likes to accept their shiz. Like nobody wants to do it. But as soon as we start to get into self-acceptance, we start moving the needle. It's like, it's the prerequisite to change. Like I have to get into self-acceptance before I can start making the change. So one of the exercises that I want you to go do is I want you to do a little, here's, look, I'm giving you a lot of exercises this episode, (laughs) I just realized. I want you to have a sit down with yourself and I want you to look back at your life. And if this is too scary, don't worry, you don't have to do it. I'm just giving you an opportunity to Move the needle on your happiness because happiness is where you want to go. It's, it's, a, it's a state of being that is so delicious to live in. So sit down with a pen and paper and reflect on your childhood. And pull out one moment of disruption. And again, if this is too much for you, you're welcome to contact me for some coaching around it or do a session with me around it. But this exercise is life-changing. So I went back to when I was 12 years old. I went back when I was 12 years old and I asked my 12-year-old, what's going on? My 12-year-old didn't answer. All I had to do was write down what my 12-year-old self was wearing, what I was doing. So I had this really bright yellow room. I had a yellow comforter. I had, uh, what are they called? Uh, Cassette tapes. I had my little earphones on and I just saw myself and I described the entire room. And then what I did is I said, baby, I accept you. I accept all of you. I accept this room. I accept your dirty shoes. I accept your lying. I accept your shenanigans, right? This is when I was starting to do behavior that was, you know, not so, not so cool. I went back to that time and just said, I accept you. Because a 12-year-old, right, still lives within me. A 12-year-old still lives within you. But again, we're adults now. And we, if we're not doing this work on a deep level, then we forget about that 12-year-old. We forget about the 20-year-old. We forget about our lives. Because we don't even have time to think about what we're doing today as a, a 40-year-old or a 30-year-old, right? Because we're so in it. So this is an exercise I want you to take and just be precious with yourself. Because the idea here is to get to personal satisfaction and happiness. And when I had self-acceptance of my 12-year-old, I shifted. When I looked at her in her eyes and I said, I accept you, I found compassion for the moment. And that's where we have to get to. We have to start finding greater compassion for ourselves. You know, 
It's hard these days to find happiness. We have been living in this pandemic now for... We have been living in this pandemic now for almost two years, and it's hard. It's hard to be motivated. It's hard to get out of bed sometimes. It's hard to uh, stay in the solution. But the truth of the matter is, is that if we're isolated and alone like we've been, this causes disruption in our body. And we can see it on in the science when I get all nerdy. You know, you can see the brain scans and the inflammation. You can see uh, how the brain operates differently. You can see the chemicals that change the body. So we want to start building this compassion with ourselves so then we can start giving it and being with others. Social connection is the tool that we need to use every day. There was this really wonderful uh, 75-year study done on a group of men from Harvard. And it started back in the late 30s, and it's still going on, which is incredible. Uh, and they, they would interview these, these men, and they would talk to them about their relationships and they would find out and they've watched these men grow old and they've watched these men pass on. And what they really discovered is that community and social connection and relationships were the number one thing that uh, changed their lives. And the men who were solo or single didn't have the community, didn't have the, uh, the relationships, you know, they're, they, it was harder for them. So when we're in relationship with others, you know, we are talking with our friends and socializing. We're a healthy human. We're a healthy society. So over the past couple of years, it's been really hard. We all know that. But this social connection, what they found in this study and so many studies, I mean, I have so many different studies that I've looked at, that when we are talking with our friends, when we're socializing in groups, when we are uh, even having banter with our partner that perhaps we're you know, just upset with, even that banter with another human being is going to raise our happiness scale as opposed to somebody who is alone and isolated. Not to say that living alone and isolated is a bad thing, but as humans, as design, we need connection. We need others. We need social. We need each other because that buffers us from illness. It buffers and protects our brain. It changes how we see the world. And yes, relationships are super messy. They're super hard. 
And if you've been in relationship with your partner for 20 years or 10 years and you're like, oh God, I can't stand the way he smells or I can't stand the way she picks up everything around me, right? Whatever it is, then I want to invite you to do something new with that relationship. Try something new. Create a new habit. Create a different conversation because you're still going to be in community with that person. And even though we're in this pandemic, you can find a small act that will change your dynamic. It's called, you know, work, you know, like relationships are work, but you can do it. I know you can. You know, if we look at uh, just primates, humans are, humans are made to socialize. So yes, this last couple of years has been extremely difficult for us, but I have absolute conviction that we're going to come out of this and be better humans. And that is why you working your little life and using this podcast to increase your happiness and doing the work, jumping into the community, doing the challenge, doing the seven-day meditation uh, experience, really working on upregulating your DNA is going to make a difference. I don't want you to feel alone. And I definitely don't want you to feel unhappy. You know, we are social creatures. And as social creatures, we need each other. I need you. I think that's one of the greatest things about uh, 12-step program, 12-step based programs, is that there is this community, the fellowship of people who share in a common language, who share in common knowledge, who come together with complete acceptance of one another. It's truly beautiful. I'm going to leave you thinking about one more thing. This episode is kind of all over the place. Uh, I've been distracted with my giant here. He's moving quite a bit. But I want to leave you with one more little chunk, one little bite to eat here. And that is we have an opportunity in front of us to heal. The way that I look at it is that if you're above ground, you have an opportunity to heal your life. You have an opportunity to live differently. You have an opportunity to think differently. And the way that you do that is in small bites. You don't eat the whole pie at once, right? You eat the pie one bite at a time. And that's how happiness is. It's do one exercise at a time. Listen to one class. Do one thing a week. Make one phone call. Meet girlfriends at the park, right? Create a different conversation with your partner. Skip out on screen time. Change your life. Because as I've said before, we are all aging forward. I want you to be happy. Oh, I'm at the 20 minute mark. 
I hope that these happiness episodes have uh, been useful and they've got your brain thinking. Uh, I have a masterclass inside the members area that you can dive into and go a little bit deeper with me. I would love for you to jump in there. Uh, Next month, the topic is love. Love. I'm very excited about it. Uh, If you're struggling with love, I mean, these are big words, right? Happiness, (laughs) love, worth, value. These are the topics that I have coming up over the next couple of months. I want you to embrace them. I want you to stretch. I want you to live your best life. If you're on an emotional wellness journey, you're doing this on purpose. So go all in. I'm going to leave you right here. Let's take a breath together. Inhale. And exhale. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about happiness or coaching or getting through that exercise that I gave you at the beginning of this episode, reach out to me. I'm here to help you thrive in your life. All right, good friend. May you find something bright, something light, and something so delicious it fills you up so you can be the best I know you can be. Until next time, take good care. Bye for now. And that's a wrap. I know the microphone is not the best. I am so sorry. Please bear with me until I get my other mic. If you don't know what happened to my microphone, it's okay. I still love you for it. I'll see you in the next episode. Keep smiling 